Welcome to the Lotus Talks. Hi, let me introduce myself. I'm Granger Whitelaw, CEO of the Vietnam Group, and I host Lotus Talks, along with my co-podcaster Cameron Lynch and various members of our team from time to time. The Lotus Talks is a show where we talk about the people and the companies that are making a difference in Vietnam and Southeast Asia, or doing good while doing well, as I like to say. It's the golden age here, and there are many exciting things happening. I hope to bring as much to you as possible. So get your coffee, sit back, and relax. And let's go. Happy Monday. Good morning. It's Granger Whitelaw with Monday Morning Coffee, and I am here with Cameron Lynch, who rolled in from his weekend in Vung Tau, and you're looking pretty good for a weekend away. Yeah, I didn't get sunburned. It's amazing. It's amazing. You sunburn easily, don't you? Uh, yes, yes. I, I, <laughs> simple answer, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, I was talking to Jonah the other day, and we were in the pool, and he was like, Mike, dude, you're so white. And he goes, yeah, but look at this. And he showed me a little, uh, you know, scar or something where you had to have a, something removed. He cannot be in the sun. You, be careful. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I haven't developed any strange moles over my 10 months here. Yeah, but you're 24. Yeah, but they grow. it can happen at any moment, yes. you know, yeah. My, my sister, when she was 20, she had a similar issue, so. Yeah. Issue, what happened? Yeah, just, uh, you know those uh, tanning boots, they'll get you. Those tanning boots are dangerous. Yeah, you know, but this was like mid-2000s, yeah, you yeah. know, when they were in like the prime of usage. Oh, I used them all the time exactly. in the 90s. Yeah, well, okay, that, I had well, it. yeah, 90s was the prime, so. I had a tanning boot in my basement, because oh, my girlfriend bought a tanning boot. Yeah. We got a tanning boot, put it in the basement, she lived in that thing, man. Dangerous. Yeah. So this is a public service announcement from uh, Granger and Cameron on Monday Morning Coffee. Please wear sunscreen and do not get in tanning boots. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> oh, all right. So uh, how was Mason's Beer Garden? How many people showed up for their 10% discount? No one got it. No one got it. <laughs> <laughs> you can charge an extra 10%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's because I was there. friend. Yeah. Oh, yes. you shouldn't be here. <laughs> Please an extra 10%. The baby party was good, though. Though, yeah, you know that that kid's adorable. Is it? Yeah, he's nuts. Thank Today you. on uh, on Monday morning coffee, we are going to talk about recruiting in Vietnam. This is a huge subject. I mean, with the growth happening right now, it, it, it's a premier thing on any CEO's mind, on anybody who's running a company. Um, how do you recruit? Where do you recruit from? What's the talent like? How do I how do I fund it right? Because there's other issues now with with uh, all the HR and payroll and changes to the HR laws. So uh, let's just dive right in on this. So um, the Vietnamese employment law on recruitment is Decree 75 2014 NDCP. It is the main piece of legislation that relates to recruitment and the management of Vietnamese employees by foreign organizations in Vietnam. Uh, foreign organizations have to use government-approved recruiting agencies to hire Vietnamese nationals in Vietnam. So if you're a FDI company, foreign direct investment company, you need to use approved uh, organizations. And eligible workers are any worker who are 18 years or older. They have to be able to uh, have full legal capacity to engage in their civil acts. And obviously, if they recruit through an HR company, they're pre-vetted. So that's good. Now. 
What are some of the platforms you use, Cam, when you're hiring? Predominantly it was Vietnam Works. They do a really good job. There's a huge ecosystem there. There's lots of people actively searching for jobs there. There's no shortage of applications. Of course, Facebook, uh, you can use LinkedIn recruitment, which is really good because that's more about trying to find people in your sphere. So you are looking for an IT manager, uh, you can find people who worked at FPT or one of these big tech companies and you can kind of find someone who actually has five years of experience. You, well, can, narrow down, well, yeah. Yeah. you can narrow down your search. Five and years of experience is a lot. Well, you know, this is just a hypothetical. Okay. The IT manager, five years of experience. I guess a manager blah, 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 maybe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So Vietnam Works, there's Career Link, right? There's Job Street, which is another one. Career Builder. Jobs Go. Jobs Go. Many. Is Career Builder still here? I mean, I know they I were don't here. Know Career Builder. I've never career builder for the U.S. Oh, big in the U.S. Not yeah. sure about that. And then, of course, you can put ads in the newspaper, like you said, in social media. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Job fairs are big here, and I think job fairs are really cool. I, I think, especially for uh, a company to be able to meet the candidates in person, yeah. see a large number of candidates, um, going to a, a university and uh, sponsoring a job fair is great. FPT does it, and. Yeah. Vital and Coca-Cola and Pepsi and you know, all the big companies do it for sure. I've seen Intel, Samsung. Mm -hmm. And certainly, you know, being a well-known brand is very helpful. Yeah, the, the international brand, it really helps. Like people would rather go for Ernst & Young than uh, an accounting firm they've never heard of before, right? right. Uh, it, it's or prestige. FedEx, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. instead of local, you know, delivery company or, um, it, which, you know, causes a bit of a conflict if you're trying to build startups and yeah. all these new entities and these new ent companies coming here because they're not well known yeah, and they're competing for the talent. So in that case, you better have a really good pitch. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But one of the things I really like about the job fair is that you see the candidates engagement and drive right. because to actively go up to a person and be like, hi, my name is so-and-so, I'm actively pursuing a career in this, can you please direct me or help, uh, give me some guidance on what I can do? Or maybe we can have a meeting at, after this conference. Right, right, right. So, but on when you're using one of these, you know, recruitment applications or web services, you don't really know that engagement level. How, how long does it take to send in a resume? That's one thing. And then you schedule a meeting and then they never show up. Right, which happens a lot. It happens a lot. Um, so, you know, these are some factors to consider and it's always this process of numbers when you use one of those platforms. You gotta have just as many people applying where you can view their resume and you can make an accurate decision and set up a time to meet. It really is a numbers game. So, you know, you, you start the process of the recruitment and let's say you post an ad, you're probably gonna get in the first you know week or two a lot of responses, right? Those are usually higher on the job yeah, board. Depends on the job, of course. Then you need then you need to meet interview the con, uh, the uh, candidates. Now, depending on the type of job, you may want to test them, right? Mm -hmm. So there are some tests out there that you can give to candidates even pre-interview mm -hmm. that will give you a look inside their personality, how they work, kind of their habits, and they're pretty good tests. Yeah, I've actually uh, you know a company I worked at previously. I, uh, I I did some of those tests, and you know it was really for me it was 
really good validation. I felt great after taking it. But because I, I, I get a pretty decent score. It gives know, you back yeah, feedback. Yeah, it gives you feedback, you know, what you can improve, what you can. I feel like also sometimes you can game the system. You yeah, know, I don't think so. Think about like, you know, okay, that is not a good answer when you're talking about leadership in the workplace or respecting oh. <laughs> leadership in the workplace. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but I mean, I think that those those tests know that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's if somebody that. is, it, it doesn't answer right, you got a problem. Yeah, of course. But they ask the questions in like three or four different ways. But I mean, that's just supplementary to the interview, too. Yeah. I mean, but one thing that I really like that I've seen companies do is make discrete case studies. So they take, they've taken one of their largest clients, if they're like an agency and they handle like, you know, marketing, for example, um, they can then make a, a, a fake case study for the potential hiring and say, hey, could you look at this? We have a data set here. Could you give us some of your thoughts? You know, that's a big thing too. It opens up more communication and it allows to really understand how that head works. Not really, it doesn't matter like their quality, it does. But it's to understand how they think. It's kind of like long division, right? Do they do the work? Yeah, yeah. Do, do they, they show the work too? Yeah. Do they show the work, right? Do they show the work is a better way to say that instead of just giving the answer to the calculator. Yeah. So seeing how they think, the processes they use, um, that's super important, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's important to match them with your culture. You don't want to have somebody just is trained differently uh, than your than you work, and you're it's not a good fit for the culture, even if they are very intelligent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is a big thing too. Like having a person who's counterculture. I've been in teams where that has been the case, and it just doesn't work. A big thing is like treating it like family. A small team really needs people who are like passionately based on the project. You know? Yeah, yeah. And and, and and matches your team, right? I mean, yeah. you you hire a lot of people and have hired a lot of people in the last ten months in your different jobs and different companies, and you've gone through the process. It's it's interesting. There are a lot of good candidates out there. So for, for high-tech jobs, for um, skilled labor, it's different, right? You may use a, um, a recruiter. Yeah. So an executive recruiter, uh, there's uh, many of them here. Really? Yeah, yeah there's tons. Uh, they really do go out. They, will, they really will use LinkedIn and, and, and referrals. Um, and they'll even contact people who are at current jobs to headhunt them and go through that process. And, and that's a little different process, right? And uh, because those are really more known entities. One of the problems you get here, uh, and, and, and if you're listening to this and you, you're coming here or you've just come here, you're trying to figure out how to hire, you know, there's this, I don't know if you call it job jumping or resume jumping or what have you, but you know, really pay attention to how long they've worked somewhere because, you know, I've heard many stories and seen it where someone says, oh, I started working in this job. And if you look, in two years, they went from being, you know, an intern to, a head of marketing. Well, how does that happen? It's not realistic, right? Yeah, yeah I And and but that's a Vietnamese thing. You you got and, and it happens, right? They they'll change jobs, they'll get change their title, yeah. and they're very title focused. Mm -hmm. um, so they obviously can make more money, mm -hmm. but um, it's also a prestige thing, and it needs to be based in reality. Though you have to be really careful to vet your clients. I mean, your potential candidates closely. I mean, two years is a long time. That's surprising because I've seen so many resumes. It's a year, and it's always from the beginning of tet. yeah, the end of tet to the beginning of tet. Right. Because as soon as they get their bonus, they're like, time to go. Uh, I, I don't understand it. So if you're listening here, if you don't know this process, tet comes at the end of January, beginning of February every year. It's Chinese New Year, and there's a lot of um, job turnover at that time. You'll, you can see even twenty percent of your employees turnover at that time because in the thirteenth month. They get their 13-month bonus, and then they um, they may go to another job. 
that sucks too because you kind of lose productivity. They, you have to in December, you know, and early January because they're out looking for a new job. They must be to get their bonus at the end of January, or I mean, actually, they get it in December. They get a 13-month bonus. They have more cash to spend in January, um, but then they go on their vacations or what have you, and they quit and they don't or don't come back, and then they have a new job in March. That's a that's a big issue here. I yeah, think. it's it's like it's cyclical, obviously. But the, how can a business function when it always has to train a new employee and onboard them? Yeah. So that's a that's a podcast in its own. Retention yeah. of employees is one of the hardest. Things. So we're going to talk about retention. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll definitely do that. And, yeah. Uh, but so for recruitment, uh, which is what we're talking about right now, there are some good platforms out there. We've talked about a couple of the platforms. Let's research, but. Maybe on Friday we'll talk about um, the biggest, which is Vietnam Works. I've had a lot of success on Vietnam Works. It's been, it's helped a lot. Yeah. But now all I, I I've had more success on Facebook. Yeah, I, I yep, that's. And a, it's always a thing that you and I go back about because well, I win usually. I, I, I think. Uh, a lot of the staff, a lot of the staff comes from Vietnam Works right now. Really, so you don't, your staff. Here, also your staff. Oh, I know they're my staff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, so uh, how can you recruit more efficiently? Um, certainly, uh, really looking at the qualifications of the clients or the, the potential candidates, I would use more than one platform. Uh, so try to use two or three platforms so you get some variation. If you need to hire someone who's very highly skilled or experienced, certainly it's worth a recruiter. Uh, they charge around 25% of the yearly um, salary, somewhere between 22 25% is normal. Um, so just be aware of that, but you know you get more vetted, qualified candidates generally, and um, and certainly your head of HR uh, can go um, as long as they're not just hiring their friends or their you know sister's nephew. Sounds about right. Um, you know you want to make sure that those uh, candidates are qualified too, because it costs money to onboard, it costs money to train, and it costs money to lose because then you have to replace, yeah. and that's real money. So. Those are your thoughts for the week. Have a wonderful week. Um, and we're coming up next week to Halloween, which is, well, my birthday. So we're going to have to have a birthday. Oh, party. no way. When is it? The 30th. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. That's, that's fun. Are you dressing up? You don't have that like on every calendar of yours? Or? Your birthday. My birthday. It's oh, Andrew's birthday. I wasn't here last October. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's about, I have your calendar, so it's probably on your calendar. It's, oh, shit. It's my birthday. <laughs> Time to go. Oh, all right. Happy, uh, happy Monday, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. If you want to support what we do, then share and leave a comment. You can always find us on our website at thevietnamgroup.com forward slash The Lotus, as well as our Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and just about everywhere in the world. Just search for The Vietnam Group. We post updates daily and feature The Lotus blog and podcasts. Until next time, The Lotus Talks. See you soon. <laughs>